Welcome to Toast in the Morning. It is now time to put on your big boy pants. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I think we made it back in under a week, which is good timing. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, a lot I want to say, and a lot of emotion I've been feeling over this past wildcard game. Um, these, the wildcard round, my apologies. First and foremost, this might have been one of the most like horrendous wildcard rounds I've ever seen because pretty much every game was an ass-kicking. Uh, there's only two decent games. That was what the Bengals the Raiders game and San Fran Dallas. Yes. Those are pretty much there's a lot to say in the other games too, but those are the most like watchable games. Yes. Okay, but opening up, we'll start talking about Raiders Bengals. First off, Joe Burrow now is entering a little bit of an over discussion, but he's still so damn good. And I think his skill set is going to make that team so good at the playoffs because I think what his biggest asset, what he could bring to the Bengals right now is he's unfazed sitting in the pocket. He saw it at LSU, saw the beginning of his career behind an awful Bengals line before he got hurt and going into now the playoffs. The man is unfazed by pressure. He's able to sit in the pocket, take hits, take blows, completely straight-faced, unlike Kyler Murray, which we'll get into a little bit. He looks like he belongs there and he was built for the moment. Yeah, what, are really what, are you, what are you fixing your hair for the ladies? Yeah, my, my, uh, my bed hair. It's, uh, it's a little rough. It's okay. No one's looking. I know. Oh, thank goodness we don't do this uh, this YouTube thing a whole lot. Maybe, <laughs> maybe down the road. Maybe down the road. Honestly, good thing that I have uh, all day today to edit some clips. Sure, go ahead. Evan's like, hmm. but anyways, yeah. And then I want to give major props too to Derek Carr. Derek Carr has fought through a lot of adversity with the Raiders, who fell short through coach firings, while losing receivers. The defense had issues. The team went through a lot, and they still managed to pull ten wins out of their ass somehow. Credit to Rick Bisaccia, the interim, for not completely, you know, having his team fall off a cliff. And it did slide, but they didn't collapse. It did slide a little bit, but they were able to control it just enough to get to the playoffs. And that's hats off to uh, to Derek Carr, which I'm not sure if they'll bring him back next year, especially because when you bring in a new GM and I assume when you coach. Um, they're going to want their own guy, and you're not sure if – I think they're going to have to blow up the entire roster at this point with where they're at. I think Derek Carr is the quarterback you keep, but then again, I just don't know what they're going to want to do with the roster. That's the only reason I say that. But if they don't keep him, he a team's going to hop on him immediately. He's a, he's a franchise guy. He's a, a top 10 quarterback, borderline top 10 guy on the back end I, of the 10. I, and I think, if anything, I could see the Browns bringing him in as the guy to bring him to a Super Bowl. I think I, – I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's going to be the guy. It's not going wrong. If the Browns bring him in this season telling that roster, they're like 11-12. No, like 12-plus one team. Well, anyone besides Baker Mayfield, I think. I wouldn't even say that. I would say anyone. A majority. A majority. 
as a Baker Mayfield defender myself. You're Baker Mayfield he, defender? He, yes. As, as, a, as a fan of, of – uh, he gets a lot of stick, but he uh, held back that, that Cleveland Browns team. But that's a, that's a conversation for another time. That's, that's something down the road in the offseason. We can dive deep into that. But Derek Carr, even with all the, the John Gruden when he got there, with Gruden – being unsure if he was going to be the uh, the quarterback and the fact that he's lasted throughout that John Gruen tenure, it's impressive. And I think he's just gotten better and he's slowly getting to that 2016 MVP form uh, slowly, but surely he's uh, yeah, he's looking, he, he's look he looked really good this year. There's a lot of teams that would want to have him, and I, I genuinely believe there's a lot of rosters you plug him in instead of their current quarterback that are like borderline playoff teams that excel to top rosters. I think Broncos make the playoffs if you have Derek Carr there. I think Bang, the Browns are a top team if you have him there at the quarterback position. Uh, the Steelers also become a, a better roster if you put him instead of Big Ben, which is a lot of guys you could argue over Ben this season. Uh, I think he wasn't as bad as people expected, but still, Derek Carr's gonna be very sought after quarterback going into the next offseason, especially with how weak of a quarterback class is coming up in the in the draft. Yeah, yeah, I think he's gonna be um, the hottest commodity. How about your boy Deshaun, Giants' future legend, Deshaun Watson? Well, that's I, I feel we'll talk about that after the wild card games. That's a little bit more of an uh, offseason speculation. Okay, okay, okay. But now Patriots Bills. Um, the, while the Patriots offense was not good, it wasn't as terrible as people made it out to be. It was more the fact that the Bills literally put together a perfect game. Every time the Bills touched a football, they scored a touchdown. They had what? Seven drives, seven touchdowns. No, sorry. There was nine drives, nine touchdowns, something like that. No, seven, no, seven drives, seven touchdowns. My apologies. What do you you can't do anything about that? No, he's beating every single team in the league with that kind of performance. And the Bills look like the best team in the league that people thought they were gonna be at the beginning of the year. Then they kind of got off to a shaky start, but I think they're back in sync. Josh Allen had the best cold weather performance like ever. Normally, you get like a couple hundred passing yards and maybe a touchdown or two in the air when the weather is sub zero. He was thrown for five passing touches at 308 yards, like he was playing in Tampa. Buffalo. That team is going to win the division for the next decade. Don't count out the Dolphins. You. That's going to come in third for like the next until the end of time. Hey, if we can make a few wild cards in third, all right. <laughs> One day, One day. Yeah, Buffalo were really good. New England played like shit. It was, I, I hate Buffalo, but it was kind of cool to have uh, to see uh, Belichick have some pie on his face. They got, they got walloped. 
Bills Mafia, they're such an exciting fan base. You can say whatever you want about them. I think they're one of the most losers. Yeah, yeah. They're they're one of the most exciting fan bases. They bring a lot of energy. Besides Fitzpatrick having yeah, a shirt about off, this. everyone else. Do, is do you think they're one of the most toxic fan bases? So yes. I have my rankings talking about this. My my big five is obviously so Dallas, Philly, New England. Oakland, no Las Vegas. My apologies. I'm gonna put the. Oh, you got the rod up. I'm put the Raiders in there, and there was another. There's a fifth team I was forgetting. The Steelers. Mm, yes, those are those are my big five. The Bills don't make that. The Bills are an exciting group of characters. I don't think they're as toxic. They're exciting, but also toxic. I think you got number number one right. Number one, you had Dallas, right? I didn't put it, it was in no specific order, but I put Dallas and Philly in oh, one and two. Okay, okay, okay. Then New England, Pittsburgh, uh, Las Vegas. I don't like I don't like Vegas. I don't like Raider fans, actually. <laughs> Come to think of it. I know, I know like, my dad despises you, them. You don't like somebody yelling Raiders in your face at full volume? Not really, no. Um <laughs> I, I can do without that. I can do without that. Thing is, I didn't grow up with a whole lot of Raider fans. So that's good. Where'd your dad? Um, where'd your dad see all these Raiders fans? They just despises them so deeply. We also grew up in a very Raider dominant era. What was that? Well, yeah, he yeah he grew up when you know Madden was the coach and you know and the RIP all that crap. Yep, RIP when they (laughs) when they won the Super Bowl in the seventies and when they were always competing with Miami and it. You guys are competitive. Uh, he's he's not very fond of like people like Al Davis and all that crap. He no. Is that, is that a big Marcus Allen guy? Uh, I don't think so. I think he the only Raider player he tolerated oh. was Tim Brown because he went to Notre Dame. So, Oof. who's that? Guy? Don't you guys have like a real elite? Uh, I think it might be a quarterback prospect coming up. No, I might be lying. No, no, you know what it is? It's an edge rusher. I think he's a. F- Four or five star edge rusher that you guys got a hold of, but still, besides the point, I just I saw it recently. I was watching some film. Is that what Notre Dame? Yes, Jalen Sneed. Yes, that is it. It's, it's the white kid, right? So, like, really no. lanky arms. No, I'm thinking of no, one no, person. No, no, no. Is like Drake Bowen. I, I don't know the name. Oh, okay, I, I, but still, Notre Dame will never make a national title. It will make a national title. It's different this year. It's different this year. <laughs> it's like every single. Team. It's different this year. I think that's my new shtick. It's the, it's I'm the it's different this year guy. The only chance is if you have like a Heisman quarterback, which has always been what's been holding them back. Although this year, Georgia won with Stenson Bennett, so like who knows what happens, you know? Well, they also had one of the best defenses ever graced upon college football. Well, 2012. They had Notre Dame had an elite defense filled with guys that probably. I mean, you have a lot of guys in that Georgia defense that might not make the Notre Dame academic standards too. But it's different this year. (laughs) That's really the only thing holding them back. You can find good players. They 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 found you you can you can find good players, but honestly, I'd rather go play at Stanford. If I have those standards. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I would 110% rather go play Stanford. You are lying to yourself. And I get to go. What are you talking about? Better weather, too. Get to go to a a beautiful school like that. No, you're you're lying. I'm taking Stanford any day of the week. No, you're you're, you're lying. That was like 
seven years ago. <laughs> I'm going to play. They're terrible. They are a terrible. They're they're not. I take it. I'd rather play for USC too. Well, now you would because it's Lincoln Riley. Like no, for before. like for like five years. No, 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 you wouldn't. Under those head coaches, <laughs> you, just no, you, you just don't want to hear it. Well, now, like if you said I'd now, play I would. I, if you said now, you like, okay, I would understand, but like. Even like last year, you'd be like, why would you go to USC? They I'm going to play for Chip Kelly at UCLA. Now you're just lying to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yo, okay, bro. Like, you guys don't have how, a coach. How about we play like in – we should play like in the CFL. <laughs> yeah, let's okay. play, play in the league with like 20 I'd say rather play, I'd rather play at Princeton. Yeah, honestly, yeah, fair enough. You know, close to home. <laughs> I'd take Rutgers over Notre Dame too. If I was a walk on, because you because you know they'll take anyone. As Pete showcases a Rutgers helmet that he definitely got with like a souvenir ice cream <laughs> at the basketball game. My stocking stuffer at Christmas. Stocking Mom got it for me. Oh, that's that's very cute. Anyways, oh yeah, oh yeah, football, 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 football. Eagles, Bucks. Uh, like I said, I think that was one of the things I said. The Eagles are extremely inconsistent. They could have hung with the Bucks if they were playing their best football, but they played their average football and got shellacked. Brady did hey. solid, throwing two touchdowns, two seventy one, and Mike Evans was just annihilating the secondary. They did what they had to do. They, they just, just played, they, 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 they literally played complimentary football. They didn't have to do anything too crazy. I kind of got the, the score prediction right. I predicted 31-10. It was 31-15, so take that. What did I say? Chumps. I think you said like close. I think I think you said they were going to score like 20 or something. I think I had like 28-21 or something like that. Something like that. I was like, I was like, Pete, you're giving them a little too much credit. Uh, the Eagles. Sorry, I was three points off the Bucks score. Ah, damn! I nailed it because I'm the best. Who do you think you are? I am. I have to say that for the game, but the Niners Cowboys. The joy it brings me to see the Cowboys lose. It, it was phenomenal. I mean, what can I say other than I don't want to hear any of this with the, the refs are costing people biz. But, um, first off, Dex slid in the middle of the field with like six seconds left. And I, also, how you don't why, drop a sideline pass. Uh, why, why was that the play call? And then also Dex handing the ball to his center, knowing that the that knowing that the referee has to spot the ball. And like, I know coaching, he, you had you had no timeouts to slid in the middle of the field. If you blame it on the refs, I don't want to hear it. You didn't get robbed. You lost. And like I know he like he apologized, but like he did the damage already by calling them out. Like right after, like he already did the damage by like shitting on them. I mean, how like, about we go right off the gate? He threw for let's see. Let's look at his passing stats. We'll see why you guys lost. Didn't they have like 14 penalties or something? Dak threw 23 of 43. So he missed 20 passes. He threw for 250, but also one touchdown, one interception, and they allowed five sacks for 40 yards. He had a QBR of 27 and a rating of 69.3. 
Zeke ran for 12 carries, 31 yards. As a team, they ran 21 carries of 77 yards. Jimmy G did nothing, but San Francisco really showed up. Debo was an animal. They should be grateful that they were somewhat in this game. This comes to another situation. I think this is – I don't know if I said this in person or on this podcast, but Jimmy Garoppolo will not win you games, but will – you know, he might not win you games, but he's often not costing you games. But in this game, he almost cost San Fran. And it's one of the concerns as well. They had to bring Trey Lance. He, you know, he threw that interception late in the game. And I think they then they coupled three and outs, and you're giving the other team a chance to win. And he's not performing that awfully, but he's not performing that good. And it puts him in that gray area of he's not bad enough to put Trey Lance in right now, like this season early in the regular season, but he's not good enough to keep him as your solid guy. And it leaves the 49ers in a weird position. I also don't think Trey Lance is that is ready yet. So no, he, he's not ready. That's most of the reason why he's still going. But he's another guy that I that has will have trade value if next season decide Trey Lance is the guy. There's teams that are gonna want to play Jimmy Grapple. Well don't forget this guy did lead them to a Super Bowl. He was the quarterback for a Super Bowl for us, you know, in a Super Bowl a few years ago. He got you there, but he also didn't win you the game. He didn't necessarily cost you the game, but he missed a couple big throws. I remember, I still vividly remember him missing Debo over the middle for that touchdown. I think it was Emmanuel Sanders. I think, like at it the end, a, of the it, game, was a, right? it was a deep ball mid, down the middle. Yeah, late in the game. Yeah. Um. CD Lane was uh, kind of invisible in this game. It was, yeah. was mostly defensive most of the time. It looked like a blowout right off the gate. Yeah. The, their running game was really fun. They ran 170 yards down the throat, which is usually the Dallas method. Well, San Fran, that's that's what they like to do. The whole run. Know, they they Mitchell, love that run game. Right, Mike gave McDaniel. Him ball 27 times. He had 10 carries for 72 yards. He iced the game on that one like end, end around. Well, he kind of, but then they well, he didn't short. Yeah, it was, it was still. Um, it was still game almost. Ended. Ish. <laughs> Dallas loses again in the playoffs. They have three playoff wins in the last 25 years. Cool. People are saying that Jerry Jones should sell the franchise. They're just dumb. He's never going to sell the franchise. You know how much Stop. money this franchise makes? And you know, like, he'll never do that. And he'll just hand it over to his son. Also, Mike like, McCarthy is not a good coach. Ask Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I think you didn't have to say it. I think we already knew it. I think you fire him going into the next season, but that's just me. Yeah, I, think uh, I think you fire him and go after Harbaugh. I think that's your best option. You bring Harbaugh, I think you can win a Super Bowl. Big brand, big image. That's what the and that's put the him in Dallas. If there's the only way he leaves Michigan is if you give him a big check, and Jerry can pay him a big check. Jerry can pay him a big check. Okay, he's been desperate. You know that for sure. And this it's a good roster. That's what's so sad. They are is it sad though for your perspective? Oh no, no, no. It's so sad from like a football standpoint that you're losing with a roster like this in such a high power offense. They're still losing with this roster. 
even with Jason Garrett gone. It's, it's, it's astonishing. It, Jason Garrett wasn't he's like one of those coaches too. Once he's not he's not that great play caller, but he wasn't that bad. But same with Mike McCarthy. McCarthy is not a good coach. He's not a game changing guy. And uh, it's, it's it's amazing. Michael Parsons can develop this defense needs to go stronger. They need better DBs. I watched IU absolutely like shatter Trayvon Diggs' ankles. He's another guy that gets way too much hate. I've said this back in the past 800 times. His man-to-man skills may not be that good, but he's an absolute ball hawk. He has like the best on-ball DB skills I've seen in a while. But you can't sit him in man-to-man coverage on a good route runner because he will get exposed. Who did he get burned in the New England game? Was it like Jacoby Myers or something? Like he got blown off or something? Might have been um, Aguilar. Not Aguilar. Yeah, uh, Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne, thank you. I think Bourne's the best receiver for New England. I like him a lot. I, I think it's Jacoby, I think. I think Jacoby Myers. I, 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 I think he's, a he's just not a red zone threat. I hope. They have Hunter Henry. They have John o. Smith. I don't. I don't see him as like a red zone guy. Horn's a nice like a, big body receiver that kind of bullies smaller DBs. I like that a lot. Aren't you a bully? Where did that come from? Are you is that some like undercover anger you had right there? No, I just wanted to start more conversation. All right, all right. And where do we leave off and out? Steelers, Chiefs, the Chiefs are good. Who would have thought? At the beginning, it looked like a close game, but Patrick Mahomes just aired him out. They had some defensive. I don't even know. It's just they're just the Steelers played all right, but the Chiefs are just that much better putting up. Yeah. Well, that second quarter, they put up 21 points. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say, like, didn't like Big Ben had like forty attempts or something? With, like, he always he, passing yards. He like, always throws that many times. Yeah, yeah. When in doubt, just let Big Ben throw the ball fifty times. Um, is really it's really tough to watch that that offense. I think I said it last week, last episode. They they are not fun to watch, Pittsburgh. They are not fun to watch. I mean, Aaron Rodgers will be their quarterback next year. So, oh yeah. If they if the Packers don't win the Super Bowl, he's going to be the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers next year. Oh, you want to book it? Mm-hmm. Well, you want to throw a post on uh, Instagram? I'll throw my quote up. All right. Because because it's uh, not my quote. If it was my quote, then it definitely won't happen. But it's your quote. It'll probably it'll probably happen. I think the Saints made the playoffs led by Trevor Simeon. Hey, but I did say that they were finishing a winning record, so I'll take some pity points for that. <laughs> just a little, just a little, not a whole lot. It definitely wasn't led by Trevor Simeon. It was definitely not led by Trevor Simeon, no. I'll give you that. <laughs> I was like, fair, fair. And then what final, What games are we missing here? Rams, Cardinals. Well, that was the big one. Kyler Murray looked like he was pissing down his leg the entire game. That defense was in the backfield, in his face, from beginning to end, OBJ almost outpassed him. And this is where I'll get to the main. Forget Kyler Murray. Forget the Cardinals. I couldn't care less. 
Now, my my favorite moment is I'll quote my boy Colin Coward. You saw the clip of him. He said, "PFF ranked their top postseason wide receivers, and it wasn't Debo. It wasn't any of those guys. It wasn't Cooper Cup. It was Odell Beckham Jr. Maybe that was right all along. Baker Mayfield is the problem, and Odell seems to be back to his 2015-16 self." Now he we have act- to pause here. <laughs> no, pause no, no. And, and we say PFF is a good baseline tool, but they're not always 100% on the ball. PFF. Yeah, so um, I do this think is also, this is a postseason receiver best ranked in the wild card round. It's obviously, I should have opened with that, I feel like. Yeah. But still, did he not have arguably the best performance in the postseason? He had one of the best. That's what I'm saying. But you can argue him as the best. We have he had one pass for 40 yards. Okay. And he also had four receptions, 54 yards, and a touchdown. There wasn't that many electric receiver performances. There's still this guy, Debo, you could argue had a better performance, a couple other guys, but still. Odell high pointed the living hell out of that that DB. He's going to be getting the ball on those four targets. He's had four receptions. When you're getting him the ball, he's one of the best. And even when he's not getting the ball, he's taking attention with other receivers. Having Cooper Cup draw so much attention on DBs is unreal. It opens up so much for the rest of their game. There was a play where I uh, watched somebody breaking it down, you know, where Van Jefferson had that, like, what, 50-yard reception over the middle, that post route he ran, where the DB should be sitting on Van Jefferson. This is more of a play by Matt Stafford. Odell's running a streak on the other side of the field and looked down Odell the entire time he went to throw it. He instantly snapped on Van Jefferson was able to drop the ball in the bucket and took the touch away. It was basically almost a no-look pass by Stafford, but still the, in the sense that Odell's taking attention away from DBs and opening up the rest of the field. I reminded me of Cooper Cup that was running the streak, but, but still – you have a talk to any DB, you could ask Jalen Ramsey on his team. He had Odell's one of his top receivers for the longest time, and he's a very brutally honest guy. Those LSU receivers are ballers. I love have Odell one of those guys. still now, always been a great route runner and great hands. And he's going to put the Rams to that top position. I think he's going to bring them over the top next week. All righty. Oh, I right. Stafford threw the ball for 17, only 17 times he threw the ball for 202 yards and two touchdowns. And that's only because the Cardinals received – he could have easily thrown for like 400 yards if he continued throwing the ball. I mean, they just handed the ball off 38 yeah. times instead. And how many rushing yards? 140. Okay. 3-7 a carry, which is what, average – Average-ish, below average-ish. But still, that's because they expect them to run the ball. When you when you know you're up that much, you know they're going to run it, you sit on the run, it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Michelle ran for four and a half carry, though. There we go. Care makers 3.2. That that play with Buda Baker was devastating, though. 
saw seeing him. I wonder. Yeah. I, I haven't seen much news about him. But look at the coming like nerve damage. He, he he got hit in like with the back of the neck, and he went like he did that. When I see people stiffen up like that, I, I just yeah. get like a lot of PTSD to the way Shay's here stiffened I, up. Uh, I've seen a lot of those guys. It just makes me nervous. Yeah, I, I think he had a statement on Instagram or Twitter saying he was okay. I think. Um, uh, and then feel bad for Cam Akers because he kind of did a celebration on top of yeah. him while he was laying on the ground, but he didn't know he was yeah. hurt, obviously, at the yeah. time. Yeah, and you can see the guy feel bad. He did, he's not trying to, like, paralyze anybody. Like, he's not – he didn't mean to, like, hurt him and then do a celebration on top of his body. Yeah, so this is from Mark Dalton, Arizona Cardinals SVP slash media relations. Tuesday update on Buda Baker. Buddha stayed overnight at Cedars Sinai Medical Center in LA for continued uh, uh, evaluation, imaging, and testing. He was cleared by the physicians there, released this morning, is on the way back to Arizona. That's, that's good news. That's what I like to hear. It's just the shots in the next. You never know. You never want to play around with stuff like that. Yeah, no. No, it's terrifying. What's your breakdown? What's next for the Cardinals? Because without. Without DeAndre Hopkins, after they stopped playing, they barely could win games. They were abysmal to the from the end of the season into the playoffs. And I think you've been very vocal about this. Cliff Kingsbury is a fraud. Yeah, um, yeah, not very the craziest fan of Cliff. That's I, probably I one like, of Evans' best best takes of all time. Yeah, yeah, I have a few good ones off my sleeve. They played so great, and then they just magically just didn't. I guess it's because of D-Hop getting injured. But, you know, everyone thought this team was going to be so good. I thought this team was going to be good because it felt like now the offense was clicking, but the defense was slowly coming around, well, too. The same thing as last season. Their record in the first 10 games from those past two seasons, like, damn near undefeated. Then after those 10 games, they're, like, horrendous. Yeah. Um, just. Yeah. I, luckily, Cliff Kingsbury has a freak talent like Kyler Murray. Because sure as hell he doesn't, he can't build a old line to save him. Like and that's also part on Kyler just having that instinct. Have, just he had, yeah, he had no compete. Well, actually, he wasn't running enough. If you ask me, he had like one rush through like three quarters of there the game. There was a lot. I feel like there was a lot of just drop back passes for Kyler. And I, like I think I said this, I said all the time, just you got this guy, utilize him properly with some more with RPOs and play actions and designed runs and use his legs and not just him dropping out of the pocket. And then not even a second later, pressure's already in his face and he's scrambling sideways and he's throwing meatballs or throwing out of bounds. And obviously he threw that awful pick six. So. And it was so funny because that was when Dwayne Johnson was with Eli and uh, and Peyton talking about like, you know, put your head down, put in good work. And they threw the pick and Dwayne was like. That was a good work. I want that in the XFL. Love Dwayne Johnson. Good guy. I just want to talk about the next week games. So, I'm honestly over last week. These are going to be some, every single one of these are going to be good games. Yes. So, Bengals, Titans. 
I got Tennessee. I also have Tennessee, but it's going to be tough because we'll, well make sure Derrick Henry's playing, right? That's a That's tough a team one. to beat when he's healthy. I think both are, are both Julio and A.J. Brown healthy for this game. I think so. It's going to be hard to stop as much as people don't. They all Julio's washed. I don't want to hear it. He's still going to Moss, your, your favorite DB. A.J. Brown is still phenomenal. If he played the entire season, he would have been a 1,000-yard receiver. Uh, You have Derrick Henry, who's back, who was just under 1,000 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns playing, what, like seven, eight games? Something like that. The man is unreal. Tannehill threw for 3,734 yards, 21 touchdowns. The interceptions was a little bit of a problem, but I think that always clears up with Derrick Henry's there because when in doubt, just hand him the football. He's not going to have the same workload, but still, the team is very scary when everyone's He's going to throw the ball like 15, 20 times, and he'll be fine. Yeah, and he's going to grapple. Yes. And... Cincinnati's got to take the top off. It's the same as last week for them to go in here and win this game. I want their DBs to be in, not their DBs, sorry, their edge rushes to be in the backfield a lot and get in Tannehill's face. Get and don't let him Which sit in the pocket. What you got to do. Don't let him sit in the pocket and you'll be all right. Like, I wouldn't say he's not a mobile quarterback. He can run, but he's not going to Kyler Murray spin around in circles and evade guys. He can straight line run. He's a fast guy. But, you know, he's one of those sneaky athletic guys. People don't expect handheld to take off. Besides the point, he's very known to make mistakes if you get in his face and you're hitting him a lot. Joe Burrow, on the other hand, is very composed. I don't think you can necessarily stop Cincy's offense, but you can definitely outscore them. They're going to give you minimum, like, 27 to the to, 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 27 to 30 points next week, I think, regardless. But I think there's going to be like a 35-30 final. I think Tennessee. it's going to be – I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of defense. But who knows? Especially now you're missing three defensive tackles next week for, to, for Cincinnati. Derrick Henry is going to get the ball and run straight up the gut. And whether or not he gets that many yards on those few carries he gets, he will shatter it. Like, DBs are not going to touch him. You have backup defensive tackles. No one's going to want to tackle there again. Yeah. And the only person – well, they still have Derrick Henry listed on IR for Tennessee, but I believe he's playing. I think so, too. That's the only thing I will say right now. If he doesn't play before the game, I flip my prediction to Cincinnati. I'm going to put that sub footnote in there. I'm still stick with Tennessee. All right. Can we break down for the next game? What are you thinking here? San Francisco, Green Bay. I got Green Bay. I've got Green Bay, and it's not going to be close. Um, I only the reason I say that is because I believe Bose is not playing after last week. I don't think so. I, I'm not sure if he is, and that that's good. That's uh, it's a it's a lot more split than. People say, you know, after last year, San Fran gave him trouble. I don't think it's the same Fran, same San Fran team. 
those are the defense getting the same. You're missing some DBs. You're missing some linebackers. You're missing Elijah Mitchell, who gave you what almost 100 rushing yards last week. The only guy that we're missing here that's, I think, the most important is obviously Jerry Alexander, but still, I think you're missing your tackle. And I don't know how to pr- properly pronounce David's last name here. I always try, but, I, but still, I, I always try. I always, I always butcher it here and there. I think that's the biggest concern. But because Bosa's not playing, it's not as terrible. I think Rodgers just takes the top off him and Devontae Adams combined for like two touchdowns together. And Rodgers is going to throw for a three plus. Yeah. He'll be fine. He, he's not going to disappear. The only place, the only team that can beat him is Tampa. I think he beats any other team. The only team that concerns me is Tampa because those DBs get back there. And like I said, with most quarterbacks, the way to beat these elite guys is if you're a guy in the backfield and tackling him and getting through and they're missing their tackle, Sue, JPP, and those guys will wreak havoc. Tampa. I mean, Green Bay. I was like, I had nothing. That's it. You're rocking with that? But still, Tampa. Yes. Is it Tampa Green? Wait, what? I mean, Tampa Rams. I, I, I speed through and got excited. But still, um, <laughs> I say the Rams beat the Bucks. Surprisingly enough, I think they did it earlier in this year, correct? I think they did. They did. And I just I just have a gut feeling they finally get it done. I think Stafford puts them over the top to finally beat Brady. I know you're not win. I know you're not supposed yes. to vote against Brady, but this is like as good of a roster as you can get to beating him. I yeah. I've always made that mistake. I'm not making that mistake. Look, I would love the Rams to beat Brady. That would be great. But it's Brady. They're playing in Tampa Bay. Tampa. I, I, I can't. It's, like, I can't do it. It, it's Brady. It's just Brady. That's what he – when you think he's down and out and when you have a team like the Rams coming in, It's it just their matter. secondary scares me a little bit. Nah. Doesn't matter? Tampa, Tampa Bay. Really? Like, no doubt Aaron Donald's not going to get back there, you don't think? Tampa Bay. You it's Brady. Move. Nah, I got to do it. This is the one team I really believe can do it. Look, I would love. I I want the Rams to win, but it's just Brady. Now, Bills, Chiefs. I'm gonna take the Bills. The Bills have looked stupendous. I think this is gonna be an offensive just showdown. I'm taking Bills forty to thirty five over the Chiefs. I'm going Kansas City. It's just high in talent. Josh Allen, bro. You just you saw what he did to you. I'm I'm familiar. It's just that I'm I'm just saying that you know these teams that are in the playoffs are better than the Dolphins because they're in the playoffs. I I gotta take take besides the Patriots. Let's take Josh Um, and Morocco with him. 
and he's going to nah, go beat yeah. Mahomes. And then we're going to see a nice fresh year of team pools. Then we're going to have Tennessee, Green Bay, Buffalo, and the Rams. And it's going to be without Brady and Mahomes, and we're going to be happy. I'm afraid we're going to see similar teams like last year. <laughs> Do I want to see it? No. Will we? Probably. My picks are kind of fire. I'm not going to lie. You're going to get them all wrong again, though. All wrong? I got one wrong, and you, I think, got one wrong last week. I don't know. I you claim you got wrong. all of them right. I was perfect. I'm always perfect. You, you claim to get all of them right, but that, that New England was a little uncertain because uh, he didn't really give me an answer. Um, Go back. I think the Go Titans are the still film. the most slept on team though. Uh, this is Pat McFeels watching him talk about it. Why are they so slept on it? And why did everybody forget about the Tennessee Titans? Derrick Henry. <coughs> Derrick Henry's gone. This ever since he's gone, it's been quiet, and they don't have yeah. like that superstar quarterback. They're, I guess they're just not as flashy. They found ways to win. And also, like, it's, one it, seed also in it's AFC. like, and also it's like it's Tennessee. You know, it's not they they're probably people have them like the least likely to win a Super Bowl in the AFC when they're the one seed. Yeah. It's kind of strange. Were they the one seed last year or the second seed last year? And they lost to Baltimore. I think that I think they were the two seed. I think Mahomes was the one seed, you know. Yeah. Of course. Well, what else? I want to talk to me. What are you feeling for next week? What do you mean? Give, give me your thoughts. I love football. Football's fun. And I expect more with the USFL coming back in April. Stay tuned for that. I just hear first. Parlay my picks. They're all locks. I did. I was very excited. I did have that Odell touchdown. I was contemplating putting Odell having the first touchdown of the game, but I didn't get that risky, but he did have it. Yeah. Your your locks have been insane. And then I I didn't discuss any locks last week, did I? Uh, No, they were in your, they were in your picks. Yes. I think the ones that I said I agreed with came true, though. Like, I, I very much didn't agree with that under 24 and a half on the Bengals. No. No. Do you think you cash in on the money line on Green Bay? They're going to win by six? I don't know because I don't bet, and I don't understand really what that means. So, yes. Ooh. I will Tennessee at three and a half. Sure. Kansas City at two? Of course. You know me. <laughs> I was like, just bet it all. Why not? Why not? I'm going to bet that Matt Stafford doesn't play. Mm. Who's their backup? I have no clue. Is it John Warford? I think it is. I don't know. I think it's John Warford. But I learned that the backup for Arizona is Colt McCoy because I was like, damn, what if it gets so bad mm. they have to bench him? And we see Colt McCoy coming to throw a touchdown. Mm. Yes. 
Imagine before the game that Colt McCoy is going to throw a passing touchdown. The odds on that must have been stupendously oh, low. Oh, insane. Insane. That would that would sweet. I would like to see Colt in the playoffs. Has he ever played a playoff game? I doubt it. Well, I think he has. I think he came in for like injured Tony Romo one year. Let's see. He was in Dallas? He was at one time. I know, I don't he's been around remember. for ages. Well, I know he's been around As for ages. Colt I McCoy d- won a Super Bowl. That's not what I was asking. Uh, no. Played. In the playoffs. Played at Boise State? No, no, he didn't. He played Texas. His second all-time to Boise State. Oh, I didn't read the whole thing. Kill him more. Wow, he wow, he's second in NCAA uh, in uh in division one wins. That's kind of crazy. Texas, Texas were good. I assume he also played for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone going to, like, I don't, what's his record as a starting quarterback? He has 10 wins. One of them came against the Seahawks or the Giants. I'm familiar. I'm familiar with that game. I remember when I I, uh, I named that podcast uh, a Giants statement win. And I was yes. like, you know what? That Joe Judge, man, they got it. He could be the guy, and here we are. He has three touchdowns. This year. Yeah, because they came in that little stretch. Where Trace like, McSorley's oh. on that roster? Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I just want to know if he's been in the playoffs. That's all I want. Okay, look at look at his teams that he's been on, and we'll make that assumption. Okay. Cleveland, 2010 to 2012. No. No. Washington, uh, San Fran, 2013. He also had one attempt, one completion. Maybe. Maybe. Washington from 2014 to 18 to 19. Sorry, possibly. So he wasn't on Dallas. Where was I getting that thought from? Where were you getting that thought from? Are you okay? Are we sure he didn't play in the Stars uniform? Maybe I was thinking like Chase McDaniels. Maybe he did he play over there at all? Chase Daniels. We're just combining names. Am I okay? Yes, you are. Anyways, Giants in 2020. That was a good one. And Arizona this year. He might have played one for Washington. He was. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. Playing under, playing behind uh, Cousins. Hmm. Wait, what? His kicking stats? He, he kicked. What well, has him listed here is kicking. Eight games played and then zero kicks. Oh, cool. He was their kicker for eight games and didn't kick it, I guess. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you know him. He always had a he always had a, a leg. I'm a career touchdown, I think he has. Hmm. Wait, he has 36. wait, he has two receptions for eight yards. Hmm. Some fun Philly specials. Let's see. He has two career rushing touchdowns and thirty-three passing touchdowns. There's also twenty-nine interceptions. So was I right? I said 36 touchdowns. 33. Not 37. Oh, You're never right. We know this. I was close. I'm, I'm always bang on, but I'm always close. <laughs> I think the yeah. I like partial credit. I'm more of a partial credit guy myself. Partial is failing. Ah. I'm almost like 0. 0.75 out of one, you know. 
Awesome. You you pass. It's pass. It's passing. <laughs> I was giving you more like a point two five out of what? That's pretty much just getting the question wrong. <laughs> yeah. But it's partial. It's not partial. It is partially. It's barely. You barely got it right. It was a third round pick too. Anyways, I think that pretty much closes out our week. We really don't have much going on. You'll wow. see us see us back here after these uh, after these games, these spicy games, which are taking place starting what today, right? Uh, no, the twenty second Saturday. My bad. I don't know why I said today. I meant yeah. I don't think those start on a, on a on Wednesday. That's that's. I thought it was later in the week. I wish it was later in the week. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Anything else, Evan? Uh, baseball comeback, please. And give it a mic Yes. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>